You are listening to Infinite Beat on Radio Valencia. This is your host, Topazu, and you are just listening to the first track off a new release on Blackest Ever Black. Uh, that track is called Wreck His Days. This one uh, that's about to come up is going to be called Reverberazia. <laughs> and the project behind that release is called, it's quite a long name actually, Tomorrow the Rain Will Fall upwards in a question mark at the end um and this project is not necessarily banned it is sort of a collective effort as i like to think of it um from conrad standish joanne standish from hate rock genevieve mcgurkin i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly uh from these mortal so these mortal these immortal souls excuse me and uh, Lucas Stantana, um, all collaborating. Uh, there's no indication on who worked on what track. Um, it's not even what I would even call compilation per se. It sort of plays like a film soundtrack uh, for a very disjointed non-narrative film, I think is the closest thing that I could think of in terms of the flow of this particular release and this particular LP. Um, but it is spectacularly beautiful. I absolutely love it. I can even say, hands down, is one of my personal favorites this year. Um, really great release. Definitely recommend it. You can get it on vinyl. I'm still waiting for my copy. <laughs> uh, but you can definitely download it on Bandcamp immediately. I absolutely recommend it. It's beautiful. So that being said... I do have a guest here with me today. I have the wonderful, talented producer here in the studio. I have Nat. Uh, hello, sir. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And if you do not know who he is, he is a part of the Outpost crew. He is also uh, releases on 100% Silk and is a resident at As You Like It. And also uh, one half of Rare Form as well from the East Bay, and has played many long-standing institutions of house and techno here in the Bay Area. Uh, so thank you for gracing us with your, your presence. Ah, totally. I love playing radio. Very cool. Um, so uh, that being said, I, I think a lot of people in the show recently, uh, in terms of other guests that I've had in the show have talked a lot about kind of the roots where they start listening to music and what gets them excited and how they get into music. And uh, one of the main threads that we've all talked about, you know, is our influences and things that are more experimental, like punk or post-punk or uh, even industrial music, experimental music, ambient music, etc. Sure. But it seems like you have a lot of roots in hip-hop, which is really interesting. And well, and before hip-hop, jazz, really. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up... I grew up listening to all kinds of different records, like, a lot of soul mm-hmm. from my dad's side, and my mom was giving me a lot of rock stuff, like, you know, Led Zeppelin and uh, Grateful Dead, that sort of thing. But I got really into jazz, and by middle school, uh, I was playing a lot of jazz and listening to a lot of jazz. By high school, I was listening to a lot of avant-garde stuff, so... I think for a lot of people that like experimental and weirdness was on like the punk side. For me, that was on the jazz side. I was listening to a lot of like avant-garde free jazz and, you know, 
Oliver Nelson and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just weird stuff. So that ended up turning into hip hop when I realized like kind of late nineties, Oh, all of these beats that I like are just coming from these jazz records and soul records that I have, you know? So that's kind of how I got into that. And, uh, yeah, so that's a lot of my roots. Very cool. Very, very cool. And, you know, in terms of hip-hop, how did that sort of evolve and turn into dance music, into house and techno? Because I feel like a lot of people, especially that have been on the show, me included, you know, when you're at a certain age and you may be listening to jazz, you might be listening to hip-hop, you might be listening to punk, you might be listening to industrial. It's like, I would never listen to house and techno. You have all of these ideas. I did used to hate it. I used <laughs> to hate it in, in high school, even. I did not understand dance music. And there were, like, you know, a few exceptions. Like, you could... I would hear, you know, Daft Punk, and that was just kind of, like, undeniable. But I thought it was very repetitive. I didn't understand dub music. I didn't understand house and techno. Um, you know, I, I guess really what happened is, like, the, the way I got into hip-hop was that jazz was kind of starting to, to repeat itself to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with hip-hop also. You know, I was listening to a lot of stuff kind of from the early 90s and um, mid-90s. And once in the 2000s, all the beats kind of started to shift away from sampling and more into just keyboards and, um, you know, trying to keep it cheap and you couldn't clear samples anymore. It, it was really not speaking to me. And so that seemed kind of stagnated and it wasn't interesting to me anymore. So... I found in house and techno kind of a place to sample, a place to experiment more. You know, I kind of started to understand, like, the subtleties and appreciate the, you know, the nice sound of a filter sweep. Just, like, eight (laughs) minutes of opening a filter sweep. And once you get into acid, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. It's like this this three-note bass line, and all I want is this filter opening for eight minutes, you know? So that became a place where I could you know understand and appreciate that that kind of minimal experimentation mm-hmm. and you know speaking of experimenting and making music etc um it seems like most producers um, even if they're making quote-unquote really experimental really out there music in terms of whether it's dance music or they're making ambient music or they're making industrial music etc um or they're dabbling in electronic music Often, a lot of those producers stick to, like, one or two genres. Like, I'm, like, an acid dude. Like, I make acid music. Sure. I make house music, and that is my forte. And they're very good at it. And it's usually who they are, and it's usually their identity. But listening to your music, you, like... You, like, go the gamut. You are making... It seems like you've, you've made house music, you've made some ambient music that I've listened to. Yeah, I love drone and ambient. I don't know. I mean, a lot of the producers that inspire me also do that kind of full spectrum. Somebody like Lego Welt, Lego Welt's deck mantle mix is mostly ambient drone, and he does some, like, real banging techno tunes, and he does a lot of weird acid stuff, and, you know, somebody like that, I, I like you know square pusher apex twin these are people that kind of weren't pigeonholed into a genre and sometimes it's through different pseudonyms and sometimes it's just you know putting out a bunch of different records you know like i I listen to a lot of apex twin and the ambient records are probably more interesting to me than a lot of his more kind of traditional stuff you know but um but it's all really interesting. I really like to see somebody with that kind of broad catalog. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, I don't know. It doesn't feel weird to me. It's just kind of when I get into zones, sometimes I want to just make a drone 
track all weekend and sometimes <laughs> I want to do you know something a little more straight ahead and yeah. you know, it's nice to have that room to kind of try all these different things and have a place for it all mm-hmm. and uh, you have a release on 100% Silk currently and you mm-hmm. just released uh, a track on a new compilation um, from Run the Length of Your Wildness oh yeah well that's not that's coming out on September 12th I believe it's whatever the Monday is in, in like another week so but yeah Run the Length of Your Wildness so that's um, Chirushi and Roche Roche I don't know which one of those? I, I should ask, Roche. man. It's like, I never I know. say Roche. That's I how asked. I say too. But a lot of people say it's Roche. <laughs> okay, I, I asked him about that, actually. Okay, you did. He, he's actually my next door neighbor. We live across the street from each other. Oh, what? I was like, I've always been saying Roche. I have no idea. I may be putting my foot in my mouth. I've, I think on the show, I've also, m- quote unquote, mispronounced people's titles and sure, names yeah, and yeah. monikers, etc. Like I say, um, which is, I think the Europe, depending on which European... Um, which European language you, sp- you speak, I always mispronounce in a tiernum vale, which is like the, I think that's the quote unquote, like certain languages might be pronouncing it the actual term of that. But when I heard Franca Fisica say it, she said in autonum vale. Okay. And then I felt like an idiot. <laughs> so that being said, I asked Ben, I was like, am I just, just butchering your moniker? And he actually said, it is Roche. It is Roche. Okay, this is but great to hear. it's okay to say Roach because it is also a reference to a, a roach. Oh, like okay, a, okay. You know, you're smoking a roach. Um, so he said that I didn't know both... he smokes weed. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to out him. Sorry. But um. anyway, uh, <laughs> Run the Length of Your Wildness is a great... They've been doing this Monday Night Weekly, which um, I a lot of love and respect for both of them as producers mm-hmm. and DJs and as people. And Ben um, Roche also had a similar path. He was doing a lot of hip-hop beats before he got into House and Techno. Absolutely. And um, so he was somebody that when I linked up with him, which was fairly recently, uh, it was a real treat to kind of like talk about our roots and you know previous projects and stuff like that and um it's interesting too because we're using the same gear that we were using at that time right mpc mm-hmm. the mpc was like a crucial piece of beat making you know when i was doing hip-hop beats the mpc was the only piece of gear that i was using a lot of the time and so it's mm-hmm. great to be able to translate those skills and concepts and use that same piece of gear in a pretty different way with dance music you know Mm-hmm. But anyway, they have a great Monday night, and they're doing this awesome compilation that's all San Francisco producers, all Bay Area people. Mm-hmm. So a lot of good stuff on there. The Caltrop track is out now, and you can pre-order it at uh, runthelengthofyourwildness.bandcamp.com, and the rest of the tunes will be out on the 12th. Yes. And uh, besides that, do you have any other releases that you are putting out anytime soon? I do. Well, so I've been putting stuff on my Bandcamp just because I kind of have a lot of stuff right now, and I don't know where it all fits. Some of it just doesn't really have a um, place in the commercial world. So keep an eye on my Bandcamp. It's knockmusic, N-A-C-K-T music.bandcamp.com, and... um, I, I just put some new stuff up on there, the Gillian CDP, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll be kind of putting up a lot more stuff soon. I'll play a couple of originals today, but I have a few releases coming out. I don't know if I can really talk about it because it's like still a few months out, so I, I don't want to say anything just yet, but there'll be a lot of exciting things kind of um, coming closer to the end of the year and got some stuff lined up for 2017 as well, so some vinyl coming soon. Vinyl, awesome. Yeah, it's exciting. Very, very cool. 
Um, as soon as those releases are officially announced, we will not do it today, but when we officially announce it, I will be posting that on... We keep just like talking about websites now. <laughs> uh, I will be talking about that on our Facebook page, which is Infinite Beast, like an animal. Um, and you are about to play, I wouldn't say like an hour and a half long set. Sure. Uh, was there anything that you had in particular that you were going to play or an idea in terms of what uh, your set's going to be all about? Well, I brought a lot of... I don't get to play a lot of the kind of older uh, electronic stuff, so I brought a lot of 70s and 80s. Um, it's all electronic music, right? But a lot of it doesn't necessarily have a place on the dance floor, so I wanted to take this opportunity to kind of play some of the like weirder older stuff and playing you know some craft work and yellow magic orchestra and some of these things that um don't normally get to bring out so very very cool it'll be fun i'm gonna play some new stuff too but you know <laughs> you're gonna mix it up yeah yeah well you are listening to infinite beat i am topazu and you're about to listen to a live all vinyl mix from knocked uh in a few minutes right after this track thank you
you give me bananas, potatoes, and yam at the same time and tell me, eat it, eat it, do you really expect me to obey? <laughs>
Matunda. Oh, 
live from the megawatt mainframe with a suit made of electricity. With a suit made of electricity, I ran through the Great Wall of China convincingly. That was after the world tour. That was after the world tour. When I traveled through gravel and battle matter at the Earth's core, I did the show on a fireball. Fireball, a pioneer ran into the jungle and jetted wearing a lion's ear. I fought fear with the hammer, Thor left me. I fought fear with the hammer, Thor left me. Entangled with the angel of death for four centuries. Put a nameplate on the asteroid belt. Put a nameplate on the asteroid belt. And I ran through the future with an android's help. That's when civilians were made of metal. That's when civilians were made of metal I received the coronation cause I had the last flower petals My power settled the clash between races My power settled the clash between races And put good people on the magazine faces Substituted television scandals with elephants and pandas Tell them it's the elegant commando With a hand so large the sphinx in the nose and the nose decomposed and so the story goes I slapped a 40 out of a young man's hand I slapped a 40 ounce out of a young man's hand and fed him lessons of life to formulate a plan I wore the prime meridian as a wristband I wore the prime meridian as a wristband and gave away my riches but I still remained a rich man I thought of freedom and I jetted to the promised land Yes, no, I got כחול כחול, עמוק עמוק בתוך עינייך, ואין גלים שם באגם בנוף.